Section 55 of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Mark Hisong. Tribute to Kermit. In 1909, after retiring from the presidency, Colonel Roosevelt went on a hunting trip in Africa, writing as usual to his children while away. On the Enzor River, November 13, 1909. Darling Ethel, here we are by a real tropical river with game all around and no human being within several days journey at night the hyenas come round the camp uttering their queer howls and once or twice we have heard lions but unfortunately have never seen them kermit killed a leopard yesterday he has really done so very well it is rare for a boy with his refined taste and his genuine appreciation of literature and of so much else to be also an exceptionally bold and hardy sportsman he is still altogether too reckless but by my hen with one chicken attitude i think i shall get him out of africa uninjured and his keenness cool nerve horsemanship hardihood endurance and good eyesight make him a really good wilderness hunter we have become genuinely attached to Cunningham and Tarleton and all three naturalists, especially Heller, and also to our funny black attendants. The porters always amuse us. At this moment, about thirty of them are bringing in the wood for the campfires which burn all night, and they are chanting in chorus, the chant being nothing but the words, quote, wood, plenty of wood to burn, end quote. A Merry Christmas to you, and to Archie and Quentin. How I wish I were to be with you all, no matter how cold it might be at Sagamore, but I suppose we shall be sweltering under mosquito nets in Uganda. Longing for Home, Kampala, December 23, 1909 Blessedest Ethelie Here we are, the most wise Bavian, particularly nice, and the elderly parent on the last stage of their journey. I am enjoying it all, but I think Kermit regards me as a little soft because I am so eagerly looking forward to the end when I shall see darling pretty mother, my own sweetheart, and the very nicest of all nice daughters, you blessedy girly. Do you remember when you explained with some asperity that of course you wished Ted were at home because you didn't have anybody as a really intimate companion, whereas mother had, quote, old father, end quote. It is a great comfort to have a daughter to whom I can write about all kinds of intimate things. This is a most interesting place. We crossed the great Nyanza Lake in a comfortable steamer in 24 hours, seeing a lovely sunset across the vast expanse of waters, and the moonlight later was as lovely. Here it is as hot as one would expect directly on the equator, and the brilliant green landscape is fairly painted with even more brilliant flowers on trees, bush, and vines, while the strange semi-civilized people are most interesting. The queer little king's prime minister, an exceedingly competent, gorgeously dressed black man, reminds Kermit of a rather civilized Umslo Pagar, if that is the way you spell Ryder Haggard's Zulu hero. In this little native town we are driven round in rickshaws, each with four men pushing and pulling who utter a queer, clanging note of exclamation in chorus every few seconds, hour after hour. The Last Hunt, 
Gonda Cora, February 27, 1910. Dearest Archie, here, much to my pleasure, I find your letter written after the snowstorm at Sagamore. No snow here. On two or three days, the thermometer at noon has stood at 115 degrees in the shade. All three naturalists and Mr. Cunningham, the guide, have been sick, and so Kermit and I made our last hunt alone, going for eight days into the Lotto. We were very successful getting, among other things, three giant eland, which are great prizes. We worked hard. Kermit, of course, worked hardest, for he is really a first-class walker and runner. I had to go slowly, but I kept at it all day and every day. Kermit has really become not only an excellent hunter, but also a responsible and trustworthy man, fit to lead. He managed the whole caravan, and after hunting all day he would sit up half the night taking care of the skins. He is also the nicest possible companion. We are both very much attached to our gun-bearers and tent-boys, and will be sorry to part with them. Quentin Grown-Up, New York, December 23, 1911 Dear Archie, Quentin turned up last night. He is half an inch taller than I am, and is in great shape. He is much less fat than he was, and seems to be turning out right in every way. I was amused to have him sit down and play the piano pretty well. We miss you dreadfully now that Christmas has come. The family went into revolt about my slouch hat, which Quentin christened Old Missouri, and so I have had to buy another with a less pronounced crown and brim. We all drank your good health at dinner. End of section 55 End of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt Published 1919